Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 227 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about using tools for body work, aka instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, the history of the Graston technique and how it works, and how hard tools can be used safely and effectively to reduce pain and improve range of motion without bruising. Now, if you've ever gone to your physical therapist complaining of muscle pain or knots, and they've pulled out a stainless steel tool that looks like maybe even like a a butter knife, but like way fancier and with beveled edges, and then they use it to scrape on your body, well, you've probably had Graston. And Graston is a trademark technique that's evidence-based and has a very specific protocol for how practitioners use it. We're going to talk about what that is today and how it works. But we'll also talk about scraping as a modality, since I know there are tons of harder tools available for purchase for anyone. Now, Graston is specific in that you have to be a physical therapist or a body worker to be able to take the training and use it. But again, like you can go on Amazon and buy a type of tool that is very similar and do something similar. Now, there's a place for every tool. But like with most things, it's not just the tool, but how you use it that's most important. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So anytime a practitioner uses a tool on you, it's considered instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, IASTM. And you may have seen this before, and that's what it is. The purpose of this instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization is to do exactly what it says, and that's mobilize the soft tissue. Whether that's from scar tissue or myofascial adhesions, which is the fancy name for knots or trigger points. And the goal is to improve range of motion and movement overall. Now, a huge benefit of using tools for practitioners is that it gives their hands a rest. Just think of how many people your physio sees every single day. And if they're doing soft tissue work on every patient, that's hours a day of work for their hands. So one reason they might reach for a tool is to give you relief without the added stress to their money makers, right? To their hands. That's longevity of career. That's allowing them to do more with less force. Like it really makes sense why you would want to use a tool when you think of it in that way. But it's not just to give their hands a break. The purpose of using instruments is actually to stimulate healing and wound repair. There are some studies that actually demonstrate an increase in fibroblast proliferation. Now, fibroblasts are the type of cells within your body that make collagen. So proliferation just means there are more of them. And we're going to talk more about collagen in our next episode. But basically, the connective part of connective tissue is due to collagen. It's part of what holds you together. And it's collagen that helps to form the matrix and the scaffolding that supports wound healing. Now, collagen is also what's present in scar tissue. So if you are making more fibroblasts that make collagen, that can improve wound healing. 
So there was a 2009 study in the Journal of Orthopedic and Sports Physical Therapy, and it found that using tools to do soft tissue mobilization accelerated ligament healing compared to the control. Now, even within the conclusion of the study, the researchers couldn't definitively say why it happened. Is it the collagen formation and the reorganization of the collagen? Is it something else? They didn't really investigate those questions because that wasn't the purpose of the study. But at the end of the day, what we can gather from this is that using tools is a simple and easy way to aid within the healing process. But here's the issue with a lot of the studies, because even the ones that I read, the more recent ones, they're basing this information on previous studies. And the previous studies, they were all done on rats. And that's not to say that rat models aren't valuable science, because they absolutely are. But the amount of pressure that they're able to create in a lab far exceeds anything a physio can create with a tool like Raston. So the pressure of the tool and the repetitions and how long it's being applied, like all of that, while it may try to mimic what happens in the real world, a lab rat is then not going to go out and walk their dog and drive a car and and do all the things that can really impact healing. Their diet is completely controlled. You know, they're just eating rat food. They're not going to grab in and out on the weekend or whatever. (laughs) My goodness, that sounds so good. All that is to say it's helpful, but not exactly the same. Now, also, as a side note, in the lab, the rats have enzyme-induced tendonitis. So then that begs the question, is this exactly the same as tendonitis that you might experience from an overuse injury? And I know that researchers go out of their way to create an environment that might be identical on paper, but it can't ever take into effect all the unique things that make you and what might also be affecting what's going on in your body, right? We can look at just the tissue and just the cellular makeup of the tissue and how it's all fitting together, but that isn't you. And so just put a pin in all of that, right? A caveat for everything that we are talking about. Now, as of 2023, there are more studies on humans that are demonstrating the benefits of Graston specifically, which only leaves the expected limitations that we get from science, like small sample sizes, sample sizes that are mostly men, and really, again, the inability to control for all factors, right? A rat, they know what they're eating, they know how they're sleeping, they know what they're doing activity-wise throughout the day, and that's not going to be the same for a human. So... Research is there, it is helpful, but it's also limited, which is basically where we end up at every single episode. (laughs) So what specifically is Graston? Again, if you are seeing this online, if you have done it with your practitioner, you might be wondering like, what is going on? So the Graston technique was invented by a guy, David Graston, who is an athlete, and he invented it to aid in injury recovery. So he had a debilitating knee injury while water skiing and was really frustrated with the lack of progress he was making in his rehab following his surgery and just going to conventional physical therapies. So he decided to apply his professional background in machining to create several instruments to treat his soft tissue injury. And this also just, again, the side note to the side note to the side note, I love humans. We are so creative and there are so many smart people who see a problem and solve it. And I just think that's so freaking cool. 
And because he was a machinist, but he was also working with his physician and physical therapist, he collaborated with them to invent these tools that would help speed up his recovery process. The research on himself was a success. He approached the medical and research team at Ball Memorial Hospital at Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana. So they took those tools. They, again, collaborated. They did some research. And that became the Graston technique and the tools that we know of today. So the purpose of Graston, again, is using those specialized stainless steel instruments with those beveled edges to detect and treat soft tissue abnormalities. Now, a Graston session usually takes anywhere from 30 to 60 seconds, like on the treatment area, and you can expect anywhere from six to 10 sessions to get the best results. And while you might have some minor discomfort while it's being applied, it's not usually super painful, but it can be uncomfortable. And of course, that varies from person to person. So the tool allows the clinician to then identify to break down any adhesions or scar tissue that might be limiting mobility and creating pain. I had Graston done to me by a chiropractor when I was experiencing plantar fasciitis, and it was super, super helpful at the time. It helped to, again, like really accelerate what I was already doing, but it wasn't a replacement for the body maintenance that I was doing. Now, any type of massage, whether it's with a stainless steel tool or a rubber therapy ball, is going to promote blood flow, promote tissue repair, but the harder tools can also aid in the remodeling of injured tissue. So as we know, with all types of soft tissue mobilization, that's going to lead to increased flexibility, less pain, and really an improvement of function overall. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. And one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about Graston today is to really talk about scraping and using hard tools in general. The general premise of soft tissue mobilization is to, again, improve range of motion with limited negative effects. And negative effects can be things like pain during treatment or bruising after. And I know there are a lot of hard tools on the market because they show up in my feeds too. You all tag me on them. But this is also where I see the clash of Eastern medicine and Western medicine. So Eastern medicine has been using cupping and gua sha for millennia right? And then they get watered down for a Western audience and then have to go through rigorous studies to prove their efficacy. And I just picked apart some of these studies, right? Limited sample size or only on men. You can't really control for all the variables. But 
that doesn't mean that they're not beneficial. I think even to expect research to be the be-all end-all is narrow-minded because things work, whether or not we exactly understand how they work. I also know that tools are only as efficient as their intention. So does Graston being a kind of whitewashed version of gua sha make it more or less effective? Eh, Maybe, but ultimately the placebo effect is 100% a thing, right? I can't believe it took me to episode 223 to finally talk about the placebo effect because it has been the undercurrent of absolutely everything from the beginning. Now, if you think that, you know, hard tools hurt too much and you don't like it, then try another option, right? That's what I want you to take away from today's episode is that there are so many available modalities, so many different types of tools that there's no right one that's gonna fix everything for you. I love Movement Maven's therapy balls. I use my therapy balls all the time. And even amongst my therapy balls, I have different types of tools for different jobs. And then there's some times where you just need a different type of tool, right? It depends on your intention and what you're trying to create. But this is also why learning about your body, how it works, what it needs to move and feel better is so important because then you can better advocate for yourself. And that doesn't happen from waiting it out. And if there's anything I've taught you in however many episodes you've been here, it's that is to be a active participant in your body maintenance so that you can better collaborate with your healthcare providers instead of waiting for them to really take the lead because they don't know you better than you know yourself. There's no way they ever can. Now, all of that being said, there are hard tools on the market that encourage bruising that I think are straight up BS. And one of them is the fascia blaster. I made a video on TikTok about the fascia blaster probably like two and a half years ago, and it still keeps getting comments. (laughs) It is uh, too hard. We'll just start there, right? But I bring this up because, again, there are people who are like diehard defenders of this in my comments. And this is a hill that I am willing to stick my flag in and stay here and you can't change my mind, okay? So what do we say about soft tissue tool-assisted mobilization? It shouldn't create any negative effects. Okay, so a bruise is internal bleeding. Let's just agree to that, right? Does inflammation happen when you have a bruise that brings with it cells and proteins that aid in healing? Yeah. But is that always what we need, right? Do I always need to have a bruise to have healing happen? No, definitely not. It's like trying to bring in like the most extreme form of treatment for like a hangnail. Like you don't always need it to be massively aggressive. I also know from conversations with my clients and potential clients that the likelihood of regular people going too far and doing too much is still very, 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 very much a thing, right? We think, and again, totally been there, if it's a good thing, then more of it will also be a good thing, and that is not always the case. So this is why I leave scraping, gua sha, graston, hard tools, always for short duration without bruising. That's always my goal, full stop. That's again, not to speak to Eastern medicine and again, what your intention is with that. But if we're just going after things to bruise them like crazy, which is what the fascia blaster says. Oh my gosh, you guys, seriously, it makes me so frustrated, right? If we're just going after bruising, you're kind of missing the point and potentially creating more inflammation and more of an injury to begin with. 
Okay. And of course, I'm totally biased, right? My tissue mobility, my tissue health, I'm able to maintain it with movement maintenance therapy balls. The only other tool that I kind of pull out regularly is, yes, a gua sha. Um, I love the face roller from Rad, uh, which is linked on gear and resources, and then some toe stretchers. Like that's pretty much what gets used out of the giant box of mobility tools that I have over and over and over again. So I don't, I don't really worry about scraping nearly as much every once in a while. Maybe if I'm in the middle of a workout, I have one of the harder tools from Rad, which is not even scraping, it's round, that I might use quickly in the gym as I'm continuing with my workout. But scraping is not a regular part of my everyday routine. I also come to this with my context and, you know, my bias in that I have hypermobility. My tissues are already overly stretchy. I don't need to make any more stretch happen, right? It's already, it's already too much. So that being said, how would you incorporate something like hard tools into your mobility plan? So inside Movement Mavens, we use mobilizations and activations within our mobility plans. Mobilizations are typically with therapy balls or other tools. The goal is to reduce pain, decrease tension, and improve range of motion. So this is what Graston and some of those other tissue-assisted soft tissue mobilizations would fall under. Here's the important part that I feel like many people often miss and why we end up working together is because you need to follow it up with an activation to help rewire your brain and body to work together to interrupt that dysfunctional movement pattern that contributed to pain in the first place, right? If my foot hurts and I do some scraping and it feels better, but then I go and walk on it for seven days, exactly as I've always been walking on it without any change, it's probably going to go back to where it started because I haven't addressed the underlying root cause, okay? Hard tools are just one tool. They are not magical. So use it as a part of your mobility plan, but don't expect it to be the answer for all things. And for the love of all things holy, please don't use them to the point of bruising. Unless you are working with a trained Eastern medicine practitioner who is coming at it from a completely different angle. But for me, I'm not trying to make any bruises happen because I bruise easily already because of hypermobility. I don't need any more bruising. And I have a strong, strong feeling that you would be better off with a softer tool anyways. So that's me on my soapbox about Graston. I think it's fantastic in short duration without bruising. As I said, it's one piece of the mobility tool puzzle, one tool in your toolbox, but like you're not gonna use a hammer for everything and you don't need to use Graston for everything either. But I would love to hear about your experience with Graston, with scraping, with harder tools, or what tools we should cover next. So you can find me on Instagram. You can send me a DM. I'm at holla for mala You can find me on TikTok. I'm at AE Wellness. You can also leave me a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And if you want some help putting together a personalized mobility plan that combines soft tissue mobilizations and activations, that's exactly what we do inside the mobility assessment. I'll take a look at your posture and your movement, build you up a plan that's fully customized to your goals and needs. You get custom video playlists, a printable PDF mobility workout plan, a one-to-one video consult, and two weeks of follow-up support. So if you want to learn more about that, if you're like, yes, I want to get serious, now is the time, you can head on over to aewellness.com and tap that work with me option from the menu and get all the details on that. 
Also over at aewellness.com, you can find show notes, fun links, free downloads, all things podcast related. And if you haven't already, subscribe or leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or just share this episode with somebody who you think would find this to be interesting. We're out here, body nerds. We are out here and we are plentiful. So thank you in advance. I know it seems like such a small thing to subscribe or review or share, but it honestly makes a huge difference. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time. So here's asking better questions, moving more, refusing to get bruised with hard tools and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.